Nicole Whitney, News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. It's a great honor to have you on the show tonight. Welcome, Deepak Chopra. Thank you. Yes, this is Uri. Hi, Uri. It's Nicole Whitney calling News for the Soul. Welcome to News for the Soul, Robert Allen. Thank you, Nicole. It's great to be here with you tonight. Why are you here? We're talking to Carolyn Mace about Sacred Contracts, one of her many best-selling books. Welcome to the show, Greg Braden. Well, good evening, Nicole. It's uh, certainly a pleasure to hear your voice and a pleasure to be here tonight. Welcome to the show, Stuart Wilde. Thank you very much. John Kehoe, welcome to News for the Soul. Hey, how are you? Next up, Dr. David Morehouse. I'm so glad. Next on News for the Soul, it's time for Breaking Through with Grace Gideon. Grace is a passionate and dedicated international life coach with a bachelor's in law, a master's in East-West psychology, and an expert in addictions. Grace combines these skills in her practice to clinically and intuitively diagnose and break through subconscious issues that prevent you from achieving success and fulfillment. She has a unique capacity to tune in to repress psychological and emotional blocks and to teach effective techniques to transform your life in a deep and long-lasting way. And now to help you make your next breakthrough, here's Grace. Hey Grace, how's it going? Hey Nicole, great, how are you? Excellent as well. What's new? That's terrific. Well, today, hi everyone, welcome back to Breaking Through with Grace on Youth for the Soul, life-changing talk radio. Today, Nicole and everyone, is a very special day because I have a fabulous guest on the show. Uh, is he on the line, um, Nicole? I don't know if you can see uh, him on. Let's uh, try this one. When he, yeah, he's, um, he's calling in now. His name is Harry T. He's a celebrity psychic medium. And I think he's telling me he's on and he can hear me, which is terrific. So many of you in Sydney, have you got him, Nicole? I'm going to make sure we have our celebrity guest on. Do you want to maybe say hi, bring him on and say hi? I believe the line is open now. Are you there? Hello. Hello, Harry. How are you? Hi, guys. How is everything? Good, good. We we might need you to put the volume up a little bit. My volume's high. Can you? Okay. Can you? You can hear can, I can hear you, Nicole. Can you hear him fine? Yeah, it's coming through perfect. Welcome, Nicole. Okay, Nicole's terrific. coming in. Harry. Nicole's yeah. Nicole's coming yeah, in Nic- fine. I'm coming in fine. Nic- Nicole sounds louder than you, you do, Grace. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Look, we do our little tech. Does that sound a bit better? Yeah, a little bit. Say something now. Yeah, everybody tells me that I yell. I'm trying not to yell. (laughs) No, I don't think you yell. I think you sound fantastic. (laughs) Okay, thank you. It's the Lebanese in me. Harry, I'm about to give you a fabulous introduction, and you're welcome to listen into this little section, and then we're going to bring you on and interview you and... I know I've got many, many people dying and waiting um, to hear your story and to hear from you. So here we go. So many of you in Australia, maybe even overseas, yes, please, overseas have seen Harry on TV or heard him on the radio. 
Maybe you've seen him at one of the many, many um, Mind, Body, Spirit or other festivals that he's attended. Uh, he's actually developed a reputation as one of Australia's most loved and respected psychic mediums. And Harry is actually um, in process of, of working on a major um, filming project right now, which I can't discuss, that's his to discuss with you. And he's taken time out from a very hectic filming schedule to come on Breaking Through with Grace to be available to all of you today. And I'm so, so grateful um, for Harry for doing this. Harry is actually an award-winning psychic medium who is from Melbourne, Australia. He gained international prominence through having a vast celebrity clientele and his numerous media appearances on commercial radio and the television network, including popular segments on the Today Show and the hit Nova FM radio show, Smallsy's Surgery. He's been endorsed by many international celebrities, including, you know, my good friend, a New York Times best-selling author, Marianne Williamson, British TV presenter Carolyn Flack, actress Simone Buchanan, many TV personalities, Diane Manzo, Sophie Faulkner, Lorena Fleur. Uh, he can mention um, more that will allow themselves to be mentioned, but there, there are a few that I know of. Harry has also, also recently authored an upcoming insightful set of oracle cards which he calls the divinity cards and this is scheduled for release early next year and when harry's on i'm going to ask him a little bit more about these divinity cards and where they're going to be available so you can have your own deck i think everybody should have their own deck and access the tool of divination uh so let me just if let me just talk a little bit about psychic abilities before we bring Harry on. But write this number down if you're interested in giving Harry a call. It's a rare privilege that he'll do a few readings, but he's agreed to me as a special favor that if anybody calls in and wants a quick little reading, he'll just see what comes up for him. The number to call is plus one six four six five nine five. We're not offering email during this um, radio show for, for Harry, but the phone call number is plus one six four six five nine five four two seven four. So, as a warm up, and because I love to educate, let me just talk a little bit about the area of psychic abilities. Now, this, as we all know, is a controversial area. Neither science nor the church are great friends of the paranormal. However, psychic abilities have been around since the beginning of time, whether we're talking about biblical prophets, seers, fortune tellers, shamans, astrologers, clairvoyants, mediums, whether it's Nostradamus, John Edwards, Harry T, or empaths on X-Men, the psychic world holds a deep fascination and a vastly untapped source of power and wisdom for humanity to access. And if you look into studies and research of paranormal activity, 
if you look at the things that places like NASA and and paranormal um, institutes are studying, if you look at the kind of films coming out of Hollywood, uh, and which we call science fiction now, but which are really predictive of our future, then you look at how fascinated humanity humanity is with powers beyond the normal, with supernatural powers, with psychic powers, with the sixth sense. And we know that we're using, um, you know, less than 10% of our brain. So there's over 90% of our brain function that's untapped power. And I believe some of that is in the psychic realm. And I believe people like Harry are people who have been gifted um, and, and, and many like him are, are, are gifted to show the way to what's possible for the rest of us as we access these invisible powers, you know. And one day, one day when we move more decidedly out of our limited mindset and beyond our five senses, and we take heart in honing our sixth sense, our extrasensory perception, we put aside skepticism and negativity, then we'll be able to harness these metaphysical powers and have this be the platform for a momentous advance in the evolution of human consciousness. Welcome to the 22nd century, ladies and gentlemen. So... What exactly am I talking about when I refer to psychic abilities? Well, Harry will tell me a little bit more about this. But what I understand is that psychic power is a sensitivity to non-physical or supernatural forces. These are believed to come from beyond the physical world we know, the metaphysical world. So some people think of it as having a sixth sense, and that is simply a sense outside your five physical senses of touching, seeing, hearing, smelling, and tasting. And this is a metaphysical ability. And most co- the most common one that we relate to is empathy and intuition. That's, that. That's the one most people can access most readily which is beyond the sense of touching, seeing, hearing, smelling, and tasting. We call it a sense. We call it a gut feeling. We call it, you know, something that just doesn't feel right. We call it a vibe. Now we're starting to talk about the realm of non-visible, the metaphysical. Then we have people who go beyond that, who have gifts beyond that, and that's what I want to talk to you a bit more about today. So... Um, psychics are aware of information, interestingly enough, about your past, present, and future. And this is perceived through um, many different abilities. And one of my favorites today to uh, wake you up to what the human psyche is capable of is mediumship because that's what Harry works with mostly. So what is psychic mediumship? Well, a medium uses his or her psychic or intuitive abilities to see the past, present, and future events of a person 
by tuning into spirit energies. This means mediums rely on the presence of non-physical energy, non-physical energy outside of themselves for the information relevant to the person that they are doing the reading for. So a medium has the ability to communicate with a disembodied spirit. Now that disembodied spirit, a spirit without a body, can be a deceased loved one of yours or theirs because some mediums have spirit guides that they work with that give them information. They have regular spirit guides and they can also work with your guides that are around you and they can tune in to past, present and future energies living within you. Yeah, why? Why? Because in, in the metaphysical, time doesn't really exist. Time is a construct that we've made and, and they can access that. Now, the difficulty we have with all of that, and I guess I'm going to ask Carrie a little bit about it, is, you know, what is the relevance of free will and destiny? Because you can access somebody's, you can see something in somebody's, you know, energy field that may not have happened yet, which is their future. But is that changeable or not? Because there's things that are predestined and then there's free will and that's a big debate and we're still trying to work it out. And if a psychic gives you information that hasn't exactly turned out, that's because there's a bigger, bigger area of what's predestined and what's free will. But if they see it, they see it. You know, they see it. I mean, we're talking about reputable psychics um, like Harry and like many, many of the psychics that I know and work with, reputable, authentic people with a gift who give you a possibility. Um, sometimes it's, it, it feels in their, in, their, in their gift that it's a certainty and sometimes it's a possibility and sometimes they let you know that. Also, the quality of a psychic reading depends on the individual themselves, the, 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 the level of their gift and their skill, and also their own energy. How clean is their energy? You know, so when you're going into this field, you want to pick someone, and I know I'm very fortunate that um, I've known Harry for a while, and he has a beautiful energy and a, and a clean energy and has had, you know, years and years, you know, over a decade of, of skill. So... Um, wearing good hands with Harry but then again you have free will you have the debate between free will and destiny and you have your own energy field so mediumship itself is the ability to channel and work with spirits that that that, that come through you and interestingly enough all mediums are psychic but not all psychics are mediums yeah all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums because um, many psychics have what are called the clairs, and I'll talk to, talk about them now. And and they may not one of their gifts may not be talking um, or seeing or channeling spirit. So what are these things called the clairs? Um, let's mention some of the clairs. There's clairaudience, there's claircognizance, 
there's clairvoyance and there's clairsentience. They're the ones I know of. Clairaudience, as you can tell from the word, is the ability to hear messages. So if you're somebody tuning into the show who actually has some psychic gifts themselves, just listen to this and you can kind of put a label on what your gift is. Clairaudience is when you can hear messages beyond the norm. And sometimes you can hear something being said to someone from their past. And you might say, did your mother ever tell you to put away the butter on a hot day? And they go, oh my God, how did you know that? She used to say that all the time. They can sometimes hear these messages or they get messages from you through hearing. Clairvoyance um, is the one that most of us know. That's when you can see. You can see visions of events, people, places beyond physical sight. Yeah, so you get a vision. Clear cognizance is a knowing. Clear recognition. Psychics with clear cognizance know things without having, without having any previous knowledge about a topic. It's inexplicable, but they know it to be true. And some say it's a knowing that comes from their higher self or it's downloaded from another plane into them but they, or they even have spirit guides that tell them. So clear audience, clairvoyance, clear cognizance and then there's clear sentience where you sense something, you feel it. You can feel the presence of an energy, you can feel the presence of a, of a spirit or you can feel through using um, objects, through aura sensing and psychometry. Yeah, So that's um, clear sentience. And as well as these clairs, Harry was talking about having divinity cards. So divinity has religious associations, but divination itself is a practice that's used to finding answers to questions by observing natural signs. And some of these are given by the spirit world. And many forms, there are many forms of divination that a psychic can use. And for example, tarot cards is a form of divination or oracle cards, tea leaves, crystal, crystal balls, pendulums, um, bibliomacy, when you allow a book to fall open to reveal the answer, given the open page, or scrying. These are all tools of divination. They're all tools that use symbols and um, kind of metaphysical weapons or, 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 or tools, basically, to access, um, you know, the, 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 the non-physical realms of existence that, that have access to information that we'd love to have. And I mentioned before empathy. People, there are psychics who are empaths and they can actually feel uh, I think maybe the medical intuitive who's on the show before me, she seems to have the medical intuitive empathic. You can feel symptoms in, in your own body. That's, that's an advanced level of empathy rather than just feeling someone else's pain at a human level. But advanced empathy, you can actually feel how they feel in their body and while they're going through um, certain processes. Like sometimes when I'm working with an empath, um, she'll start coughing and she'll go, there's something in your chest. That's, that's empathic work. Um, and intuition. 
So intuition at a psychic level is an innate sense of events, thoughts, activities, or feelings of others beyond normal intuition. Someone with extraordinary intuition may have a very strong feeling that someone they just met has a drinking problem, even though the person shows no outward appearance of being an alcoholic. They just know it in their gut, and it's it's a kind of a psychic perception. It's a sixth sense. Um, it's it's one that's considered that everybody possesses, but like all things human, some people excel in it and others don't. Just as not everyone's an athlete, not everyone has developed their, their intuitive sense. You know, I sometimes call myself an intuitive life coach and, um, you know, people say, but everyone's intuitive, but there are people who use it um, you know, at an advanced level and there's, and you can train yourself. Well, you can train yourself. Well, I carry about that too, um, to develop your intuition even more fully. Um, yeah, I think all of us can develop it. Uh, obviously, um, Harry has already developed his and I'm looking forward now, Harry, to have you come on and have a little chat with me. I'm sure you're all very interested and uh, in hearing Harry's story. Harry, are you with us? Hello. Hello, Harry. Thank you so much for joining us. I know this is um, this is a really special favour. Thank you so much for coming on today. No, thank you so much for having me. I just think the world of you, and I think that what you're doing with this show is fabulous. So thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, Harry... Um, what did you think of some of the things I said then about mediumship and psychic abilities? Did, did anything particularly grab you or could you expand on mediumship and distinguishing that from, uh, from other forms of psychic abilities for, for audiences to understand? I actually think that you gave a really good, I suppose, education on the on the field um you know your stuff <laughs> i was very impressed um, <laughs> well yeah i think the, the the key here is that there is a difference between you know what a psychic is and what a medium is and you hit the nail on the head when you said a medium is one who possesses both skills and a psychic is one who possesses more just past present future so there is a difference and um yeah, and then you get the psychic medium who obviously is known for doing both because I know a lot of mediums out there who have the psychic ability, obviously, but they don't necessarily use it. They prefer to just specialise yeah. in the area of mediumship. Um, and mm -hmm. again, the psychic who doesn't have necessarily the mediumship capability, they just obviously specialise in the area of you know a person's life, whereas a psychic medium is able to do both and is willing to do both. Oh, that's terrific. And and Harry, do you have specific spirit guides that you rely on and that make you look good? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great question. I think that everyone is born with spirit guides. I think that we come into this okay. world with an unseen support team, so we're actually never alone. Okay. So in many ways, oh. when we yeah when we are incarnated in this physical form, we are born into a life which for many people is not easy, and we come with mm. an unseen support team which which consists of spirit guides, guardian angels, and also um, deceased loved ones who 
perhaps we hadn't even met before. So it kind of does work like that. So we're never really alone. And, and whenever I do my work, I definitely have my entourage on call. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. You see, everyone needs support. <laughs> and Absolutely. that's good to know that, Harry, because so many of my clients, um, coaching clients, suffer from existential issues like feeling alone in the world and and, to, and and even when, you know, people may have let you down in, in the world, you know, whether you've come from, you know, a, a broken, you know, family or, or you've had difficult relationships, to know that, that you've come with your own support team, you've come with your spiritual family and that they're there for you to access is is a real opportunity for people to allow themselves to give meaning to their life and to see people like you who can guide them to um, a, a connection with soul and with spirit, not just with the physical realm, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And, you know, that kind of leads into the whole with spiritual beings having a physical exist- existence, you know, and exactly. that is very true. That is very true. You know, yeah. like I always say to people, it's not that you have a soul, it's that you are a soul, you know. That, mm. that I think, is very um, important because sometimes people think, well, you know, I have a soul, but really mm. you are actually that soul. That is who you are. Mm. So um, it's mm. actually the essence of you. And, you know, we, we are never alone, which I love. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. As you know, I'm speaking at the Mind, Body, Spirit Festival and they picked a topic for me called soul food. And as I hear you talking about you, you know, you are a soul, it just becomes so much more relevant that, you know, there is an aspect of us that we feed, which is our body. And then there's another aspect of us, which we feed, which is our soul. And that, that is, that we have to feed our essence in order to, to live a fulfilling life. You know, you can't just feed your mind and body. You have to feed your soul. So I'm glad you said that. Harry, you, you, you found out you had this gift when you were quite young, right? Like how young yes. were you and, and how did you find out? Well, I was born this way. <laughs> I know Lady Gaga called me that, but I was born this way. <laughs> um, I was naturally gifted. I was naturally gifted through childhood. I would always say things and see things that other people around me didn't really experience. Yeah. And my earliest mm-hmm. memories are about the age of three or four. So, wow. um, yeah, my father thinks it was before that because obviously I can't remember really prior to three and four. But he thinks that <laughs> um, everything, I basically was was communicating with spirits from a toddler toddler age so it was definitely always in my life it wasn't Mm -hmm. necessarily something that I was comfortable with I I did get scared of it I'll be honest um because when you're Mm -hmm. four years old and you're seeing people who aren't physically there but you think they're physically there it does get scary because as a four-year-old, you're scared of strangers as it is. <laughs> so yeah, right. when you're seeing strange people that apparently aren't there, it's kind of even scarier. <laughs> so it was very um, interesting, my childhood. I, I definitely remember thinking that I was strange because to me it was very normal. You know, I thought this was something that everyone around me was experiencing 
it wasn't until I would share things that I would realize, oh, maybe it is just me that was around mm-hmm. me anyway. Um, and my father actually thought something was wrong with me. And he, mm-hmm. I remember um, being told this story recently, actually. He called his auntie, who I'm actually now very close to, who lives in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and said, mm-hmm. you know, do we need an exorcist or something? <laughs> like, wow. It was, it was that full on, you know, because there was no doubt in my mind what I was seeing and experiencing was real. So I think it kind of frightened my dad a lot. And, um, yeah, fast forward all these years so later, it's something the... that I embrace now. Of course, but I just wonder, doesn't this gift run in families? Had Did it run yes. in your mum's side? Or? Well, that's a great question. That is a great question. I do think it is genetic, and I think it runs on both sides. Um, the reason my father rang my auntie, uh, sorry, his auntie, um, was because she was known to have this ability. So, and ah. to this day, she's in her... I think she's in her 80s now, but she's doing well. Um, she yeah. still reads coffee cups. So, you know... She All Lebanese people read coffee cups, Harry. Exactly, exactly. It's, exactly. it's a Lebanese thing. Is she good at it? It's her? a Lebanese thing, yeah. It's just something my dad was never really Harry into, and I obviously. are both Lebanese, everybody. We do a lot of Lebanese yeah. Um, in jokes, and but yeah, it's a we, Lebanese we're going thing. To Lebanese cups, soon, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, <laughs> we are going to a Lebanese dinner. We might even break into some Arabic mid-show. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if there's anyone from uh, Beirut listening, <laughs> yeah, oh, carry on. So yeah, so she had this gift, right? And she was yes. probably doing it more accurately than all the other Lebanese people in the village, right? So we knew that yes. she was actually getting it right. So that's that's the thing. So yeah, my dad um con- consoled in her, I suppose, over the phone, and that was only mm. recently that I actually found this out, and um, mm. that was really interesting that. You know, when I was around four years old, five years old, that um, my dad was really desperate for answers. And she said, he's just wow. normal. He's normal. Nothing's wow. wrong with him. You know, and I was also actually... And what about your school. mom? Was your mom worried? Well, well, you know, I think... See, the thing with my mom, see, my mom passed away when I was 14. So Aww. when I... Yeah, and that's kind of how my spiritual journey kind of triggered. So it's... In my life, it's always been at a very early age. So, you know, when Mm -hmm. I was experiencing these experiences, I think it wasn't that my mum didn't understand it. I think it was more being in the Lebanese household. My father was a little bit more, you know, the traditional head of a house kind of thing. So he kind of had more to say, especially Mm -hmm. at that age when I was that young. So it wasn't until really my teens that I became more comfortable with it. So it was something that I kind of more repressed and tried not to talk about so much because it was mm. freaking everyone out. So I think, you know, apart from the, the few times that I would share it with my family, I didn't really say too much else until my teenage years, which was after my mum passed. So that's mm. kind of my Why do journey. you think... What, do you, did your mum... Is your mum, um, Goddess of Soul, one of the um, spirit guides that gives that comes with you is she joined the entourage or do you not access her definitely i definitely have a hundred percent and i think that makes 
may feel so much better as well, knowing that, um, you know, my mum is always with me and, and helping, you know, and, and it's funny because, um, because I was so young, it, it is yeah. a place in your life where you feel, oh my gosh, I grew up without a mum. But in many ways, I didn't. Yeah. You know, I, I always have. No. Yeah. So I'm very grateful yeah. for that. Yeah. It kind of sounds like um, when she passed her spirit, your love of her made you want to connect with spirit more and it opened you up more. You know what I mean? Totally. And it gave you the strength totally. to do it more. Do you think? Absolutely. I think many people that do what I do have had experiences in yes. their life which are traumatic or which are big milestones that are very significant yeah. that almost opens them up a bit. It's almost like it cracks the head open and it allows yeah, right. you to just be accepting and and be that vessel that you are, you know. So the part of me that I kind of tried to hide, I no longer did. I embraced Mm. it and it helped me get through my teenage years. You know, it's really interesting what you say because when I work with my clients on opening up to intimacy and saying to them that to receive profound intimacy, you need to drop whatever defense mechanisms and barriers you've constructed against it. And to do that, there has to be a surrender, a real vulnerability Mm -hmm. and a real surrender of a part of you to something higher and, and, Mm -hmm. and love is a higher thing. And then when you surrender to that love, you open up to more. And I think that you've helped me draw a parallel to, 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 the, the, that to the connection with spirit that something within you surrendered to connection with spirit which again is an aspect of love um, and, and it allows you to go to the next level so not only can we go to the next level spiritually we can go to the next level emotionally um, to through processes of um, you know, having a difficulty and then surrendering ourselves and opening to something greater. And it's beautiful to know that's available on so many, so many levels for people, you know. In, when I was studying transpersonal psychology in California, they used to say, Harry, they used to say a spiritual emergency can be the base for a spiritual emergence. Yeah? 100%. Yeah. One hundred. Yeah, and it sounds like it sounds like it's you so live true. that, and you definitely so walk your talk. Yeah, yeah. that's you know, darling. That have true. you I... ever done? Yeah, have you ever done any other line of work, or well, did you just... actually? Yes. No, I did absolutely. Hmm. So I actually wanted to be a lawyer. Growing up, I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, oh my god! Was... Another commonality. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Um, yeah, I did want to be a lawyer, but I actually, see, I was 15 years old, so I got a part-time yeah. job after school. So I was a worker. I really enjoyed, yeah. you know, being able to earn my own money. So I um, yeah. got a part-time job at a local bakery, and I would go to school, and then after school I would get changed into my uh, uniform for the bakery I was working mm-hmm. at. And I was in the mm-hmm. uh, selling the, the baked goods in that bakery, and mm-hmm. I worked in that job for many many years after schooling as well, um, just to 
basically earn some money. So that was something that I did to make money. Um, but this is the only career path that I've really taken mm. on a professional level, I suppose. And you love it, right? Oh, I love doing what I do. I think I wouldn't be able <laughs> to do what I did if I didn't, you know, because there, ha- is, there are pros and cons to everything in life, you know, and sometimes yes. you, you really enjoy things and then sometimes you have hard days, which is life. Mm. But if you're yeah. passionate about something and if you follow your passion, that's that's yeah. your purpose, you know. Yeah, absolutely, because, you know, you're connected to your soul and soul has mm-hmm. your purpose. It's a GPS for your life purpose. Um, you know, so Grace, Harry, I want to say, is it hard I want to, to say on yeah, that. Yeah, tell me. I want to say on that. Yeah. You know, my work actually helps me as well. Like, I yeah. sometimes, in my line of work, find that I receive healing through emotional issues that I might have had or have. Through my Definitely. work, which I find so I'm incredible. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, because that's a really okay. Cool. I'm really glad you said yeah. that because one of the shows I haven't told Nicole yet, but one of the shows that I'm writing um, that'll be on in in a couple of months is is called One Conversation, and it's all about how when I work with people, the healing is mutual. The oh, healing funny. is mutual. The universe yeah. wastes nothing. I'll, I'll totally. send you. The, I'll send you the notes on that because I'm really do, yeah. glad that you experienced that too in your work. 100%. That's that's fabulous. A hundred percent. That is a real. Do, thing. Yeah. It's. So you know when people get like a negative reading, um, mm-hmm. you know I was talking before about free will and destiny. If if okay. you get a negative reading, do is that changeable? Is it? What do what you? What's your opinion on that? Most definitely. I see life as really like a sliding doors of reality in many ways. Mm -hmm. You know, I think Mm -hmm. not everything in life is fixed. You know, we we Mm -hmm. look at our life as a symbolism to what I'm saying, and you see that things are very transient. Change is a Mm -hmm. constant. So Mm -hmm. in a reading, if something is negatively forecast, that could be giving Mm -hmm. you the opportunity to take a different road. So, for example, Absolutely. I did a reading um, probably about a year ago, and I, I forget my readings, but I remember some really significant ones. Um, and it was about a year ago, I think. And I said to her, I saw her home being vandalized and broken into. And I said, mm. I'm seeing this. Is it because you're not locking your doors? And she said to me, oh, my God, I don't lock my doors. And then I said to her, mm-hmm. maybe you should lock your door because I am seeing this and I feel if you lock the door, you will hear the disturbance before they enter, which will mean that they won't enter and they'll run away. That exactly mm. happened one week later. Oh, my God. So oh that was God. a sliding yeah, door, th- time, I, wasn't it? Yeah. That's so good because messages come to you to guide you. They, they're not just, it's not just entertainment. They're not just... Oh, you're going to meet a cool darkness stranger. Exactly. They're guiding you. you. They're called spirit guides for a reason. 
Exactly. Who also, yeah, who I love that. To to, who wants to go to someone like me and be told what to do? <laughs> you know, like you don't want that. Well, it's especially if you tell guidance. me that the guy I want you to tell, and Harry, especially if you tell me that the guy I want is not good for me, Harry, I'm not right. going to listen, am I? <laughs> right. Exactly. And you know what's even funnier? That's not a bad thing because if you don't listen, at least you go through the experiences that you might have needed to go yes. through because sometimes we have exactly. unfinished business or lessons that we still need to learn from another person, you know, because um, exactly. all relationships are assignments and lessons that we learn. So I think there is a big thing there, but yeah, isn't that an interesting thing? So mm. if, if something does come up in a reading with someone and it is negative, they can definitely change it. Oh, that's fabulous. And, and, um, all assignments to lessons. Of course, we know that line comes from our mutual friend, Marianne Williamson. I um, love her. Who, and she loves you, Grace. <laughs> she loves you. And, and, she, and, and she's doing a big New Year's Eve um, workshop in Los Angeles for people in America. Hop on over to LA for Marianne's New Year's Eve thing that Harry and I are going to be maybe talking about going to. So, Harry... Do you mind now if we just have some callers, see if there's any callers who'd like to ask you some questions? Um, Of course. No, no. Okay. Thank you. Nicole, is there anybody on the line who might have a question? Yeah, we got a lot of callers. Lots of callers. So I don't Mm -hmm. think we'll get to all of them, but uh, let's just see what we can do. Okay. We'll give them them each a little bit. Whoever we can. I'm yeah. just pulling up the lines here. Let's go to 760 first. 760, Great. you're I'll listening. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. Sydney, Australian. Diana from Sydney. Welcome. You're on with Grace. Hey, Diana. Hi, Grace. Hi, Harry. I'm so excited to be on the show. Um, oh, well, the question I have. Thank you. The question I have is: sometimes I feel that I have psychic connections, although not as good as say yourself. How do I um, nourish that and and try and connect to people on the other side? That's a fantastic question because I think that your question will actually help a lot of other people listening too. I, first of all, you do have the psychic connection, first of all. Second of all, the best way that I Did you hear that, Diana? Harry just read that you have a psychic ability. So I want you to honour that. Carry on, Harry. Yes. Yes, And I I, I can sense it as well. So we can both tell you that you're correct. Yeah. You are correct. You are correct. So you're not crazy. That is true. And I think the best thing for you is to find time away from like a hectic life. So I don't know if you've actually got a lot happening in your world where a lot of things are happening, like different areas. I think that you just need to yes, find time. Yes, I always have a lot of things. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like you need to find time away for yourself, whether you need to go on a bit of a retreat or you need to like do something mm-hmm. that's a little bit, just for you, I think that will help Mm. you nurture your abilities. So meditation and prayer are the two fundamental things to psychic awareness. So just as physical exercise builds muscles, 
prayer and meditation builds our psychic muscle. So if you can mm. find time just away for even 10 minutes, right, just 10 minutes a day, and just really sit in a place of stillness and just t- almost breathe in and out six or seven times and focus on your breathing and align your chakras. Your chakras are a little bit out of balance, so your chakras just need some alignment. So something that would be very good for you would be like a chakra clearing meditation, and that will really help to open your gift and really help the connection be clearer. Fantastic. And um, Can I know, also say there's there another are... thing I picked up. There's another thing I picked yes, up around no. um, this caller. Um, she also hears messages from spirit. So if you're oh, hearing, she's clear audience. Yeah, you're hearing messages from spirit. So if you hear almost like in your ear or even in your mind a message, you need to trust it. Don't ignore it. Yeah, yeah I do. Sometimes so I think of somebody in the phone will ring or something wow. That's why I think yeah. chakra clearing meditation will be really helpful for you because you'll get your chakras all in balance, um, which is the seven energy centers that we have, and your, your ability will just strengthen. I think you've got a really pure okay. gift. I, I, I think you should honor that. Oh, thank Beautiful. you. Thank think, you, Diana. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you, darling. Hope to see anyone else. Yeah, we've got more, Grace. <laughs> well, just, uh, I'll just let you know we've got yeah. 12 minutes to the top and a show behind you, but let's see what we can do. Uh, so next up, you've got Charlene in BC. Charlene in BC, you're live with Harry T. in Australia. Hi, Harry. Hi. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charlene. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so excited. So one of my best friends just moved back to Canada, and she's living in Vancouver. Oh, that's so funny. Ah. I just moved from Vancouver to Nanaimo. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so exciting. <laughs> well, now you're going to have to come out for a visit. Totally. Well, she was, she was texting me last <laughs> night. And she was saying, you've got to come, you've got to come. <laughs> there you go, Harry. What was we'll your question? You international. Um, I guess my question is, um, I've been through a lot of changes recently, some really big changes in my life, and for very specific reasons. And I'm wondering what direction is unfolding for me. You know what's really interesting? Um, it's fascinating that, I use the example of my friend moving back to Canada and you said that you've just moved to another uh, place in um, BC. I actually mm-hmm. think that move was the right one. I don't know if you've actually just left a situation or if you've actually almost like left a life and started anew because it feels like there's a real fresh energy around you. I think that this is the right pathway. So if you almost were hesitant to make these changes beforehand, I think I think it's a good thing that you did do them. Um, I, I, I don't know how old you are, but I, for some reason, see you feeling younger. Does that make any sense? It's almost like you're going to feel younger. Yep, that does make sense to me. Yes. It's almost like um, you will physically feel lighter also. So I almost feel like you've left a lot of weight behind. So 
I see a totally new direction and I'm also seeing possibly opening up to learning something new, whether it's a form of study or even a new career path. I'm actually seeing everything in your life very new. I've got this vision of like a new dawn around you. And what's beautiful about that is I'm seeing you rise above all these obstacles that you've faced and I'm seeing you smiling a lot. So that means that you're going to be happy with your decisions that you've made and it looks like the path that you're on is actually the right one. I'm really glad that you moved. Well, thank you. Yeah, there's still a lot of um, chaos going on in my life, so that's where I'm finding it. Hard to understand what I was saying. Yeah, do you understand what I was saying? How it's like you've let you're leaving all that weight behind now, and you're starting afresh. There's a total freshness around you, and I think it's almost like a, a new beginning, which I think that is going to be very, very positive for you. Yes, I do. Thank you very much. You're so and welcome. Charlene, from a mindset, from a mindset perspective, uh, I think, um, to, you know, it's, it's actually I've never done a psychic psychology combo, but let's give it a go. Ooh, but from a mindset a perspective, like <laughs> that's cool, huh? Psycho-spiritual <laughs> evolution. Here we go. But I, I, I um, when you, when, Harry's talking about leaving burden behind you. It sounds like your mindset is desiring what Harry sees for you. And what you've got to do is allow yourself, when I talked about shifting your vibration, allow yourself to believe it's possible to let go of the baggage. Yeah? Yeah. So that's a mindset shift that supports the psychic vision. Okay? So you can step into that both psychologically and spiritually because it exists right here, right now for you because Harry saw it. Exactly. So I would encourage you, just like Diana's encouraged to develop her um, psychic uh, abilities and her clear audience, maybe even do a psychic workshop, meditation, prayer, um, for you to really listen to Harry saying there's baggage and freshness and a youthful energy awaits you if you can shift into believing that's possible and working your way to let go of that baggage mindset. Okay, it's 9.52. We've got time for one more and then we're going to do our wrap-up. Could you put through one more speaker, please, Nicole? Let's do uh, the next Skype caller. Uh, Let's go to all ones number two. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? This is Opulence. I'm grateful to have gotten through, and I would... Opulence! Hi. Hi, how are you? Hello, my first ever caller on You for the Soul. It must be the same Opulence, because I've never met another person called Opulence. Or maybe it is another person. But anyway, did you call the very first time, or is this... It's you? I did. I did, yes. Oh, welcome back, Opulence. Harry, I love Opulence. Please talk to her. What a gorgeous name. (laughs) Isn't it? Thank you. Isn't it? Thank you. I love it. I do feel the love. I do feel the love for sure. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) What was your question, lovely? I would just love to know if you have any message for me from the other side. Have you got a father figure that's passed? I do. 
because the you know what's so interesting before this call got connected i heard because i'm very clear audience and clairvoyance i see it here primarily um i heard the caller's going to have a dad around her so i didn't know it would be a female caller and i didn't know who it would be i just heard that when nicole was um getting you on the line so i thought okay i think that this person is a father figure so when you ask that that's almost like my sign of yep her dad's around her so your father's stepping forward to acknowledge that he's watching over you from the other side and he's actually telling me that you have had your own spiritual experiences and almost whether you've seen him or felt him he's saying that that was him and they were real visitations does that make sense? Yes, it does. He's really hmm. happy that he's able to share this with you because he just said to me, she needs to hear this. She needs to know that she's not alone. And I actually keep hearing, like, you're his little girl. So I don't know if you are the younger one or if you're his, his little girl. He's acknowledging you like his little girl. And he's, he's almost making me feel like you're young again, like you're small. <laughs> He's looking at you like you're his, you're his little girl. No matter how, how big and older you get, you'll always be a little girl to him. So he's very nurturing around you. And he, he's saying, I'm always here and keep looking for me. So he visits you quite often. Hello? Hey. Hello? Hey, Optimus. Are you still on the line? Uh, her line dropped. Whoopsie. Oh. That's okay. She know, got the message, and it's a beautiful yeah. message. And it's, you know what? It's such a beautiful message for her, Harry, because I remember um, Opulence is probably around 60 and, um, and has been on a big spiritual journey and very open and awakened to have the spirit of her oh, father acknowledge, wow. acknowledge her spiritual journey is, no is very way. touching for me as someone who knows her. So, oh, look, hey, guys, no I way. know. Wow. I Sorry, know that, was that there's people. <laughs> it's beautiful, isn't it? I know there's people who really wanted to talk to you and were texting me last night. I'm sorry, guys, you didn't get on. Um, I'll have to come back on the show another time. <laughs> Harry T, if you want, if you want to connect with Harry T, his website is harrytofficial.com, or you can text me and um, I can give you his details. Harry, you've also got an upcoming event on Thursday, December the 7th. You have a live audience show in Melbourne at the yes. State Library Theatre. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I'm really looking forward to that. So if you're listening and if you're in Melbourne, definitely head to my website, harrytofficial.com, for details of the show. Um, I'll basically be delivering messages to a live audience, which I cannot wait for. Wow. Um, I, it's something that I really love to do, and I've done it at the Mind Body Spirit Festival many, many times. So this is going to be quite an intimate um, and professional setting because it's in a theatre and... Um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's on Thursday, December the 7th. And um, I think there are still general admin tickets available um, for that evening. And um, pre-sale orders for my upcoming cards will also be available there. So I'm really excited. And these Divinity cards, um, did you choose the name? And where will Absolutely. they be available? 
I uh, that was very perceptive of you. I definitely chose the name. It came to me almost as a bit of a a daydream um, because people have heard mm-hmm. of tarot cards. People have heard of you know oracle cards, which my cards are. My cards are oracle cards. However, I didn't want them to be too common. I wanted them to be really different. So I labelled them mm-hmm. divinity cards um, because I felt mm-hmm. that it's more aligned with the message of the deck. And I'm writing the complete thing on my own. I'm getting it published by a publisher. Mm-hmm. And um, the mm-hmm. guidebook that accompanies the cards will be very educate, like very um, inspirational and also it will help to educate people on spirituality as well. And I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it because it, if you own a deck of these cards, they, they will be out February 2018 um, to purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, when you mm-hmm. have a deck of these cards, they will give you guidance and just kind of help you on your pathway. And um, I'm really excited about them. Oh, good on you, Harry. And, you know, the tool of divination is a beautiful tool. And I love the title you chose. And will you Thank be you. on in Sydney, Harry? Thank you. Um, say that again, sorry, will I be where in Sydney? Doing any readings in Sydney anytime soon? Yeah, I'm hoping to get to Sydney in the next couple of months. Um, I've just had so okay. much happening. Like I, I have some media interviews coming up that I do need to be in Sydney for, but what tends to happen is I fly okay. in and then I fly out. But um, okay. if I do do some readings, of course, um, I will let you know. And it might go on your website if you're available here. Yes, Well, exactly. thank you so much. My Thank pleasure. You Thank so you for having much me. I love being it. <laughs> available. Uh, we loved you, Harry, and, and, and the switchboard was going off. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you in Melbourne in a week, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. I'll, um, I will post a assignment for people, a little a little journaling assignment or a little psychic abilities assignment when I post this podcast on my uh, website based on some of Harry's recommendations to Diana of meditation, prayer, chakra clearing. And uh, for those of you who are, want to tap into your psychic abilities, I thank you for joining us. We'll see you next Monday, 6th of November, 3 p.m. PST, 6 p.m. EST. Uh, that um, will be a show on gratitude uh, which Nicole will play and I'll have a chat to you about that Nicole while I'm in Melbourne at the Melbourne Cup so goodbye everyone Ah, it's a big big horse race but just remember when you understand the workings of your psyche what makes you Think, feel, and act the way you do. Your breakthrough is imminent and your life can be amazing. And I will report back to you after the Melbourne Cup, Nicole. All right, Grace. Excellent job. Nice to meet you, Harry. Excellent uh, callers and great show. So you can hear this again, newsforthesoul.com. Grace, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Have a great time. And uh, next up, Christine Scott, just waiting in the wings here. We're going right, oh, we're right at the top of the hour. Stay tuned. I think we've got three more hours yet to go. Live News for the Soul, Monday, October 23rd, 2017. Call in to live News for the Soul shows daily for intuitive coaching, readings, numerology, leading edge health information, and much, much more with featured hosts from around the world. 
Go to newsforthesoul.com to join the next live show now. That's newsforthesoul.com.